Okay folks, early bird here. Good morning, good evening and good night. I'm going to be talking about something which I feel is very important. Yes, I know I say that all the time, but this is just as important. Um I feel so because the church doesn't talk about it. Yeah, the usual thing. They tend to sweep it under the carpet. And even if they do preach about it, they're f- they try not to upset people, you know, with what they say. So they, they, they compromise and they tell you what you need to know. But they don't necessarily tell you what God needs to tell you. What I got to say is very important. Yeah, I know you're saying that and stuff, bro, but get on with it. No? I'm not talking about sex this time. You know, let that go for a while, yeah? I'm going to be talking about pay your tithe just as God commanded without the excuses. Part 1. Malachi 3, 8 and 9. Just 8 and 9 for now. Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, Wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. The old idea for paying God and the church 10% of your tithe is to maintain the upkeep of the house of the Lord and supplement the pastor's wages. Although some pastors rely on other financial means and to also pay for the, the usual utility bills. Christian church organizations have to legally render to Caesar, which belongs to Caesar as well, you know. Nothing is for free these days. How do you expect how do you expect the church? God's house on earth to remain open on a daily basis for praise and worship and other weekly services if it is closed half of the time or impossible to keep it open because the bills and the staff are not being paid. Let us use sense to make sense and stop talking nonsense. 1. Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's and unto God the things that are God's. Matthew 22, 1, 2. Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Romans 13, 7. He which soweth sparingly, <coughs> excuse me, shall also reap sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall also reap bountifully. 2 Corinthians 9.6 You stop paying tithe to your church because you think tithing is outdated and old-fashioned and you would rather take the tithe money and spend it on something else. You have the nerve to insult God to his face by claiming rudely that you have not robbed anybody. And you are not a thief. Yet it is right there to see in plain sight that you 
hate paying tithe to the church and especially to God. Why is that? Who did in the you that you should not obey the truth? Galatians 5.7 Even if we are angels from heaven who preach any other gospel to you than that which we have already preached unto you, let them be accursed. Galatians 1.5 You did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Galatians 5.7 Who talked to you until you say you shouldn't pay a tithe? Hmm? The problem here is that you are stealing from God and you don't even know it, or do you? Of course you do. You might be a Christian, but you are sinning in your heart, body and soul by stealing from God. And that attitude could send you to hell. Is that what you want? Not only Christians, but every single person living in this earth, on this earth, is stealing money from God by not paying a tithe or refusing to pay a tithe because they see it as foolishness and old-fashioned nonsense. Stealing is stealing, folks. Call it what it is. If we ever did this with secular society, as Christians, they would put us in prison, take us to county court to get the money back in monthly installments, send round the bailiffs to collect the money or take pieces of furniture as part payment, involve the police or take it, to, or take it out of your bank account in weekly or monthly installments by legalized force. Again, one, thou shalt not steal. Exodus 20:15. Two, ye shall not steal, neither deal falsely. Leviticus chapter 9, 11, 3. Each of you must give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, 7, or 4, Thou shalt not defraud thy neighbor, our God, neither rob him. Leviticus 19, 13. Listen to this. Tell me something. How do you really feel deep down inside, Christian, knowing that after everything God has done for you and is still doing something for you, you end up robbing him blind every week or every month? Where's your faith? How would you feel if someone stole money out of your bank account every single week or at the end of the month? How can you honestly and truthfully find the nerve to sit there in church while everyone else, well, the usual dedicated few, who are paying their tithe while you stubbornly and sinfully refuse to pay one single penny? Why is that? Are you a Christian in name only? Have you backslidden from God? Did someone steal your joy? Are you trying to spite the church and the pastor? Is it something somebody said or did to you? Do you think the church already has enough money in the bank so they don't need your money? Do you think the pastor 
is using the money to, to pay down a deposit on a new expensive Mercedes-Benz or paying for a full body makeover and massage every second month of the year. Come on now, man. Listen to me. And I'm telling you this because I should know. Is 10% too much to pay? Especially to the church? Is this a form of revenge? Of course, of course it is. You know it is. By now, every young or old Christian knows by heart Malachi chapter 3, especially verse 8 to 11, with regards to paying God his tithe and offerings. Quite frankly, the church will find itself in serious financial trouble with the bank and long-standing creditors if saved and sanctified and washed in the blood of the Lamb under the grace of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Christians are sinning against God and not paying their tithes. I'm going on strongly about this because people who talk, the pastors who preach about tithe paying in the church, they don't convince nobody. They're not convincing anybody. They're not they're not preaching it with conviction. The refusal to pay your tithe and taking the money to go on to selfishly buy yourself something to eat, drink, wear, or use the money to gamble on the third on the 230 winner at Newmarket or pay or pay for sexually perverted favors is a sin. Especially if you know where the tide money is supposed to go. Tide money is Corban. It is Corban money. C-O-R-B-A-N. From the Old Testament, Corban is a variety of sacrificial offerings described and commanded in the Torah. A sacrifice, tithe, or offering made to God in fulfillment of a vow. Korban means a blessing from God dedicated back to God. 1. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, it is what? Yes, to the sin. James 4 17. 2. Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more but rather let him labor working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth Ephesians 4 27-28 furthermore grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption Ephesians 4:30, and again Quench for quench not the Holy Spirit. 2 Thessalonians 5:19. You see how seriously paying tithe is? Just not just how serious it is. When you go back to read um Malachi chapter 3, read the whole of it properly, the whole chapter, and then concentrate on 8 to 11. This is God speaking, and this is God. He is very plain about what he's saying. Pay me my tithe. Because if you don't pay me my tithe, I'm going to curse you. 
period. At the end of the day, this tithing is just is only a simple ten percent. Just ten percent of your working financial earnings, personal time and effort you put in when praising and worshiping or worshiping God or by whatever other full-time or part-time means you produce weekly, monthly, or on a yearly basis. Even then, you get some ginals among us, right? They don't want, they don't want to pay the full side in any way, shape, or form. So they come back with, is the tithing supposed to be PAYE net or gross earnings? All right, folks, I'm going to tell you something. Here is the godly answer I'm going to give you, not the answer that the devil wants you to hear. The 10% tithing that is good and acceptable to God that you must pay through the church must be based on what you have left on the pay slip after the appropriate taxes have been taken out by your employers as you will notice on the bottom right hand side in bold or in a little rectangular square rewind this podcast if you have to to receive to, to receive holy spirit wisdom understanding let me say that again the tithe that you pay 10% is what is left from the earnings that you get on your pay slip. Alright, look on the bottom right of the pay slip. If it says um, £100, you, you only give God 10%. Now hear this. Hear this now. Here, just how important is this. Not, not everybody will tell you this. Government tax demands and takes from 20 to an astonishing 45% from a working wage. Some people have to pay 20 to 45% from their wage. And you have the nerve and the bare-faced girl to argue and complain and moan and groan with God over a little ten percent you ain't got no shame twenty to forty five percent and don't forget that that percentage changes every single year to a higher tax rate of pay one Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever Hebrews thirteen eight two for I am the Lord, I change not. Malachi 3, 6. 3. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. Isaiah 40, verse 8. 4. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Psalm 89, 34. 5. Heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away Matthew 24 
35. You know, Corolla make no nice while the government achieved 20 to 45 percent from people. Yet in the meantime, you're, you're going bad over God. You have to gotta take 10 percent from you. In the meantime, the tithing still stays the same. You know, from creation, all God wants is 10% tithing. Is that too hard for you to pay? If you want further proof and evidence that paying tithe is biblical and commanded by God Himself, just go to Leviticus 27:30. Deuteronomy 16:10, Proverbs 3:9-10, and 11-34, and of course, go back to the original source, Malachi chapter 3, the whole chapter. But go back to verse 8 to 11 and see what God demands from the Christian to pay. Sorry, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Pay the 10% people and stop the complaining. Now listen to this. Any kind of refusal or excuse not to pay God is tithe is a sin. And nothing can make up for the fact that you are a liar, a thief, and a sinner. Tithing indicates that you are being obedient and walking in the Holy Spirit. Paying a tithe by giving away 10% money that you cannot afford to give out every month indicates that you trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto your own understanding Proverbs 3 5 you trust God enough and unconditionally for what happens some of us fool <coughs> sorry some of us Christians fool sin and ungodliness seriously grieve the Holy Spirit by not taking heed to the word of God when it comes to paying 10% tithe. Remember, governments, they take 20 to 45%. God only wants 10%. What's the problem? We have all kinds of ungodly excuses not to pay God is, is due, not even the, the, little, the little 10%. We persistently rob God by, oh, God will understand. No, he won't. Trust me. God does not understand why you are robbing him and lying to his face uh, all at the same time. 2%, 4%, 7%, or even 9% tithe is not enough and never will be. It must be 10%. Pay your tithe, people. God does not want a certain percentage of the house, so to speak. Quite frankly, God is fed up to the back teeth hearing lies and fake excuses such as 
I don't get paid enough. 10% is too much money. Is that net or gross? Why do I have to pay tithe in the 21st century anyway? Tithing is not in the New Testament. I give my tithe somewhere else. I don't trust certain pastors because they will thief the tithe money. I am not paying tithe to the church so that the pastor can use it on himself. I only tithe when, when I can afford it. I will start to pay tithe when I can actually afford it. I will start to pay tithe when I get a better job. I'm afraid to pay tithe. How can I pay the bills if I am paying tithe? I don't believe in God, so I don't have to pay tithe. You hear all the foolishness people come up with? Eh? And even more? God is not a greedy, covetous God. He will never leave you begging for bread. Not the righteous, anyway. Out of, look at this, right? I, I, I thought I worked this out. Stay with me. Out of 100% net pay, God only wants 10%. So that means that you are left with um, 90%. Do the maths. All God is asking from, from you is 10%. Nothing more, nothing less. Remember, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is what? Sin. It is what? Sin. James 4, 17. The fruits of the flesh concern unquestionable doubts, controversy, disagreements, disobedience, defiance, hatred, bitterness, resentment, malice and spite, disputes, seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, excuses and compromise. They all come into effect when it comes to paying the proper tide. All the domestic and public problems that follow the non-payment of tithes will hurt like hell. Don't pay tithe in the church you worship in as a member and you will have to live daily with God's curse. Malachi 3.9 Until you put things right. We, we don't know for sure what the specifics of what this curse may be. But I do know that the curse involves one, being unable to become fruitful or multiply. Two, not prospering in anything you try to do business-wise. Three, experiencing financial problems after problems. Four, experiencing domestic problem after problems. Five, everything you do or put your hand to will go wrong. 
it now work six you can't hold on to a job you can't hold on seven you can't hold on to money because it keeps on disappearing and you don't know where it gone seven your marriage isn't working properly eight sicknesses and pains will linger and get worse nine god will allow and permit the devil like he did with job to make your life a living hell on earth by giving you more problems than you can handle and even as they did not like to retain god in their knowledge god gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient romans 1:28 when it comes to tithe pain and you don't want to pay you refuse to pay it god is forced to put a curse on your christian life because you keep on refusing to pay up and you would rather suffer the consequences you refuse to pay god is tied or your your refusal to pay god is tied is little piece of 10% will have a domino effect on the rest of the family <coughs> school college university your marriage the church and where you work you are forcing god to teach you a lesson you will not forget in a long long time for whom the lord loveth he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth if ye endure chastening god dealeth with you as with sons for what son is he whom the father chasteneth not but if ye be without chastisement whereof all are partakers then are ye bastards and not sons hebrews 12:6-8 do for whom the lord loveth he correcteth even as a father the son in whom he delighteth proverbs 3:12 free as a man chasten of his son so the lord thy god chasten of thee Deuteronomy 8:5 for happy is the man whom god correcteth therefore despise not thou the chastening of the almighty yes god has god god has to god has to curse you because of the way you carry on right in other words if you can't hear you go and feel failure to pay tithe once again the tithe is only 10% the government takes 20% to 45% what's the problem failure to pay tithe means god will put you on financial personal and domestic life support and he will give the go ahead by allowing the devil principalities powers and spiritual wickedness in high places to treat you like a pauper you will end up living from hand to mouth 
are living off the basic means of day-to-day living until you start paying your tide properly and regularly. God will only give you so much to live off. And that is that. Whether it is food, clothes, finance or whatever. Yes, he'll give you just about enough to live from one day to the next. I mean, why should he reward somebody who refuses outright to give to him? Think about that. To put it bluntly, if you don't pay tight, God would rather curse you. Nevertheless, therefore, once you become a born-again Christian, accepting Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and Savior, and start attending a church, from the minute you get into that church, you must begin to pay your tithes and offerings. Ten percent. That's God is asking for. Nothing more, nothing less. The only reason if you give God what, 30-40% time is because you want to do it. The minute you become a Christian, the last thing you want to do is start stealing from God. It's better to walk in the Spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians 5, 16 This is Early Bird Smith signing off once again, folks. Peace.